Welcome back guys to episode 11 of the Scrubbed In podcast. This episode's about our electives. So the electives is essentially a work placement abroad. Okay, now I think we'll talk about everything else mm. but the actual work placement. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's the more fun bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So let's go straight into day one, okay? So we planned to go on a medical elective starting off in Malaysia. What do we do? So basically, normally people plan it with their clinical placements and then they take a few weeks extra to travel and they plan it really well and they're super organised. We thought we're going to do this where the wind takes us. So we did this one-way ticket to Malaysia. So we rock up all happy with a fat suitcase, Heathrow Airport, and all you see, and because it was, we flew out, I think, January, February, um, so mm. it's quiet season. So we all took one cubicle or whatever, you know, them little Yeah, desks. one desk each. All four of us went, because it was me and two of our mates, all four of us went, and basically, <laughs> the checking lady goes, well, go on, like, <laughs> You go to Malaysia, yeah? You only have this one ticket. You need to fly out. Malaysia, yeah? So for people that fly to Malaysia, you can't go to Malaysia with a one-way ticket. You have to get a ticket out. No, yeah? no, it's, oh. it's, it's anywhere because it, it means that you're, you're, going, stuck in the you're either country. running away from this country yeah. or B, it means you're going to a country to stay there possibly Forever. illegally. Like, yeah. What visa so do So we didn't have? even know that. We're actually very silly. Bear in mind, we didn't even know where we were going to go after Malaysia. So we did, we did this crazy thing. So we're like, Malaysia... <laughs> And the lady's like, yo, we can't let you go in the country. Your visa is only valid for 90 days, but that doesn't matter. You need a ticket to fly out. So we all looked at each other, huddled together, and we're like, all right. So we knew a few countries we were going to go to. So randomly, we picked out a random date. Um, no, we, we literally said... Okay, uh, no, what, what happened? Did we say? So what happened was, we, we also had, I think, half an hour yeah. till, uh, what do you call it? Uh, till the gates closed. Yeah. One of our mates, so he had a placement in America, so he was yeah. going to leave us anyway. So they uh, let him, and then he was like, yeah, oh, I'm he, ready to go he, on yeah, to the plane. Okay, yeah, so right. us three were stuck there. Our internet's not working, so we yeah. had Abdi's yeah. internet. And then he was on... because oh, yeah, we had to book a ticket yeah, right there. They were like, there. Yeah. you need to buy a ticket. And at the desk, they were like 400 pounds. So yeah. We were like, nah, 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 forget that. We got plan B. So we huddled up, got the mobile app out, went to Asia, yeah. and we literally just went... Random uh, day. Plane ticket, random day, and we sort by price. It was the Singapore, Singapore that we missed. Fine, yeah, okay, yeah. we we'll about that. And it was like £25 each. Yeah. Uh, so that was the beginning of the journey. <laughs> of our so we did this last minute ticket to Singapore on a day we didn't even plan to fly. Um, it was stress at the time, we're laughing now, but at the time it was stress because <laughs> we were going to miss the whole elective. Um, okay, fine. So Malaysia was the first elective. We went, flew out to Malaysia. Um, and we set up base in Kuala Lumpur, which yeah, is the capital yeah. city of Malaysia. Um, what did you think of Malaysia? Ah, oh, Malaysia is beautiful, man. You Be- went again after, isn't it? I went again uh, mm. as part of my um, second half of my honeymoon. Mm. Um, so Ma- Malaysia, man, beautiful people, yeah. beautiful country, beautiful, like amazing food. Mm. Um, there's nothing wrong with Malaysia. And you know what? The British pound is so strong yeah. against the Malaysian We're breakfast for, like, for, for four hours for like two yeah. pounds. And yeah. the food is amazing. The and food is like, genuinely very, very good. I yeah. think out of the whole of Southeast Asia, mm. I would say Malaysia had the best food. It definitely, definitely did. Far. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Indo-Chinese. You get a bit of Thai. Um, it, it was just a, very, very good. And where we were staying... They got their own cuisine, you know. 
my life food as well and they eat on like banana leaves and stuff like that so yeah, 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 actually, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot um, and there was that little restaurant Pelita Pelita around Pelita. the corner it's the um, place because you know the funny thing is whenever you go to any country abroad you're always disorientated and you're trying to figure it out tips straight off the bat in Southeast Asian countries there's an Uber style app called Grab which is very good yeah. um, avoid fast foods McDonald's stuff like that go to traditional places mm-hmm. the food is much better a lot cheaper the people there are super nice um, so you, don't, you don't go abroad to, come on you have to, have to like yeah, they just Max. have the same food that yeah. you have um, so the food in, in Malaysia was really good um, mm. and we stayed in a really fancy place had like a massive infinity pool and we were looking overlooking at the Petronas Tower Petronas Tower is a waste of money by the way we went up and did that Th- that's my opinion right it's on my opinion any, as well on any skyscraper or whatever whether it's the Shard whether it's the London Eye whether it's the Eiffel Tower yeah. you go up and all you see it's, it's the same no, I went up to the Shard the Shard was quite impressive because it's in London and it's like familiar territory but it's one of those things but it's the same yeah it is the same but it's one of those things yeah it's like you need to do it like a bucket list thing do it once and then do it I wouldn't go again that's, that's the only but, reason people do it but in these countries like in London I'll be honest there isn't much things you can do stuff like that whereas in Malaysia when you're there as a foreigner there are so yeah. many other things you can do in Patricia, that's true but it's because you're there for a fair bit because our clinical placement was in Malaysia we stayed there for mm-hmm. a bit longer than the rest um, but Patronus Towers was a waste of time um, but that, it's a bucket list thing we did, we, we did it we did it just to take it off yeah. um, a few things so what did we do in Malaysia so Malaysia there are loads of stories you can say some of them I don't think the other guys will give us permission to do it so we'll <laughs> yeah. talk about the ones we don't have permission we for everything <laughs> um, the one thing I wanted to say before I forget is Malaysia has one of the world's biggest open bird park. Yeah, I am. We can't even swear. In it. I am like, <laughs> scared of birds. Like really traumatized. As a young kid, I had like a really bad traumatic experience where I was lost or left in an open zoo, and basically, I, I went to. The but what, zoo. why were you left in a? Who, no, wait, so you're not chasing. How old were you? How old were you? Seven or eight. So you know just ten, no, it wasn't my mum, it was my auntie and my uncle. So basically, you know them open zoos, like some yeah, yeah, you yeah. go there. So me being the smartest kid I was, mm. you start wandering by yourself, and then I lost them. So they went somewhere else. Okay. And then you panic. So you're cool, but you know when you're looking for your parents or your guardians, yeah. but then I couldn't find them and I was panicking, I was just running around and you're scared and every corner I turned was like a goat coming one way a bird flying this way and it was so traumatic because I lost them sounds like Jumanji literally Jumanji so I was and I don't like birds in it I'll be honest um, so I'm gonna put in a whole video clip of Abdul running being chased yeah, yeah. by a peacock I think Ma- me <laughs> was a Abdul, peacock. yeah so was a peacock. there's like birds everywhere and I hated it it was like an hour and I paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> and it's for people that love birds, that love nature is amazing. And the things with these countries are there, the very few places in the world where you can go and do this. Yeah. If you're interested in birds, you can touch them, they're everywhere. And I was traumatized, it was like hell on earth. We purely it. did it because of that reason. Yeah, I wanted, <laughs> we didn't. They dragged me into it. I couldn't no say no. In birds. Peer pressure is real, guys. It doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how smart you are, that might if you're old whatever peer pressure exists in every <laughs> part of society I was peer you pressured. came in at your own risk you knew what was nah, happening but you know at the time I got pressure but I think we went in the yeah. thing is people go into a bird park yeah. and they probably spend two hours yeah. going through really we appreciating toilet, so. we literally ran in got chased by a peacock yeah. and ran out the <laughs> other side <laughs> but Malaysia that was good so the bird park was good mm-hmm. uh, what else did we do so we were in Kuala Lumpur um, we basically we ate there we worked there we went to the bird park 
And then we oh, went yeah. to the, the typical sightseeing places, so Batu mm. Caves. Uh, if you've seen it, really amazing. I think it's like a Buddhist temple. Um, yeah. There's some monkeys on top, but it's just got this really impressive flight of stairs. Um, and on remember, a hot day, and I remember Abdi stairs, was wearing Yeezys as well. Yeah, and it was proper like murky and muddy. And one guy just looked at Abdi, going up with his Yeezys, and man just literally did this. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Abdi, I love you, bro. Um, so we did Batu Caves, and then we went to Penang. So Penang is basically the food heaven of Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. The food there was amazing. Amazing. These little amazing. cafes, these little um, shops, basically of yeah. street food. And we went to the Upside Down Museum. Upside Down. That, that, that was really fun. Cool. I know. I've I got that. the pictures. I've got the pictures. We'll put them all up as well. We'll put them all up as well for the for mm. these podcasts, whatever. We can put the little snippets. Um, or even on the Instagram page we'll do it yeah. yeah. so you can have a look at it it's all on our personal page so have a look if you want mm-hmm. um, so the Upside Down Museum was good what else was it it was like lots of sightseeing stuff and lo- I think Malaysia is good for food and chilling and that's what it was so that. I think we you worked so hard throughout med school mm. that we because the advantage we had mm. is you've done your finals you've you done your you SJTs passed. you've passed um, so I think in the beginning of Alexis, we weren't really ham, so mm. we got all our signs off. We got our elective portfolio mm-hmm. signed off, uh, but it meant that we could enjoy it properly and we mm. could take um, an extended break because you've done all the main things. Um, mm. So that was I, something I'd highly recommend. Definitely, I think so. Yeah. So after Penang, after eating, after essentially just chilling out, uh, we headed off to what do you call it, Langkawi. Oh, did we go Lang- I forgot yeah, Langkawi was the mafia nearly killed us. That's oh, the way okay. It is. So Langkawi is a little island mm, off mm. Malaysia or within yeah, Malaysia. It's, it's a little a, place. It's a little island. It's like this off, big. Yeah, yeah, off of Malaysia. Um, by the way, Langkawi is amazing. And um, so the first thing we did when we landed there was because the roads there, it's it's like a it's like the roads from what oh, do you call it? Fast and Furious. I just remember the mad story. Yeah. Right, say it. Say it. Okay, anyway, so the first thing we did there, by the way, I'm a car fanatic, I love my cars, right? So we landed, and the first thing we did was hire a car, right? Mm-hmm. I put all the cards down, everything, signed all the paperwork. We got the best car, no? We got the best, so what we had was a, a Honda Civic Type R uh, Sports Edition, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was absolutely rapid. And you have to remember, these roads are like Tokyo Drift roads, so they're curvy, yeah. they And you can go basically amazing. around the whole island in the car. Um, so I remember... <laughs> We hired the car, we signed the papers, yeah. we jumped in, and the first thing we did was the guy called me within five minutes to say, Why are you speeding? Yeah. It was <laughs> scary. I don't know how he clocked us there. You're like, How did he. It's because we were going to the petrol station. And, and uniquely, there was no tracker. Yeah. There was no, no tracker. In these ones, there's no camera, there's, there's no, no tracker. tracker, the roads are empty, so mm. naturally you're just speeding, zinging it. And we knew first thing you do is get a full tank of petrol. So I'm just driving because no one else is that keen on driving. Um, so literally, we're killing it down the road to the to the petrol station. station, and he's, he he had like a special type of number plate, um, so everyone knew this car. And to be fair, only foreigners when they came used to hire the car because it is a bit mm-hmm. fairly expensive for their rates. Yeah. Um, and I remember he must have been following us, and he basically just called us saying, "Yo, slow down, this ain't Tokyo drift." Be yeah. careful. I remember saying Makai's famous. He said something. Makai is famous in the whole of like. But well, he said that later. So what? Yeah. I, what happened was, I said over the phone, "What do you mean I'm racing?" Yeah. Like, because I knew he didn't have a tracker. So I was yeah. like, "I'm not racing. You're lying. You don't yeah. know." Anyways, don't worry. I got this. Yeah. And I put the phone down. Yeah. 
fine. And it's only later. So we've never on. met the guy, by the yeah. way. So you get through like an agency, but we don't know who the actual owner of the car is. So we just get his calls. Yeah. So, anyways, um, throughout, so a couple of days later, with the same car, so we'll stick on the theme of the car. Um, so the uh, petrol tank was running low, right? And on yeah. TripAdvisor, Abdul read a comment, yeah. right, where it said that. People in Malaysia, they rig the <laughs> petrol uh, tank meter and when it's right at the base of it, there's really lots of petrol. So don't yeah. bother filling up. And I remember... No, I read that genuinely. <laughs> they said, yeah, on a petrol tank, they tweak it. So when it's an empty tank, it's not really an empty tank. You have a good few miles on it. It's just yeah. to make you spend more money. Yeah. So I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. These guys want to go to different places. Yeah. I'm happy to drive. Yeah. And we reached this one point where the petrol's now right at the base. Yeah. And I'm like... Yo, Abdul, are you sure I shouldn't be? And he, with the most confident face, just went, I said, keep going. Just keep driving, man. Yeah. Why do you talk so much? Yeah, just Let's just that. go and eat. And like midnight. Yeah. Where, I don't know where we were. It was bro. like 2 a.m. And you were like, just keep driving. Why are you asking so many questions? Just trust me on this. I'm driving now. And I'm going at like 100 miles an hour down one of the long streets. And suddenly the car, all the power just goes off. It's slowly slowing down. And it's pitch black. And now the headlights have turned off, so the cars can't see me. And I'm now travelling. And so eventually I pull it over to the side. And I just look at him like... No, in the beginning we didn't clock. No, yeah, yeah. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? I was going in the car. You knew what it was. You stayed quiet. I knew. I know about cars. Like, since like, as soon as I grew up, like, past, I had like, even in the end, um, I'm not gonna talk about what we did, but we had, you know, I had experience you grew driving up around cars. Yeah, yeah. I had you grew up around cars. so many cars. So I wasn't really fast. So basically, Ams is driving. He loved the car. It was a good car to drive. So we're on this long strip, and it's pitch black. And in Langkawi, it's like everything's congregated in certain places, and then you travel a fair bit to another yeah. place. There's nothing in between. Literally nothing. So we're going down this road, pitch black, and the car's slowing down. And as soon as it started slowing down and the lights are dimming, I knew I messed up. I knew the picture was going. I've been in these situations before. But obviously, I kept my mouth shut. And the two guys in the back are chilling. No one really knows. And all of a sudden, it just slows down. And then I said, I'm just put up in it just to make sure. So he pulls up on the hard shoulder. There isn't a hard shoulder there, but you know what I mean. And then I was like, yeah, to start, turn the engine off and start again. I knew. So, he's t- <laughs> so the engine doesn't turn on. The engine doesn't turn on anymore. Nothing works in the car, yeah? And then I'm looking at the petrol tank and I'm like, yeah, we've flopped. Except the issue is you're in a foreign country. There's no battery in no one's phone. So we're like, crap, how on earth do we get petrol in this tank? First, we don't know. I knew it was petrol, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. it's a petrol. So... But the lights were on. No, no, no. no so, so, so we left the lights no, no, on. No, so what, no, what happened was, so I think, did you go to get petrol? So I was like, Abdul, get on so your bike. So basically what we did cab. is, so, so, let's say, mm. so we left the lights on, so we're like, keep the no, engine No, the hazard running. lights on, because the otherwise someone would hit yeah, us. Yeah, so we get the hazard lights See, on. See, he doesn't even know basic safety rules. <laughs> yeah, so the hazard lights are on. So it took us a good 10, 15 minutes to figure out what we do. Yeah, so yeah, luckily yeah. we're like, mm. do you know what? We'll go to, we'll get a taxi to the petrol station, bring the taxi in them little bottles. By the way, he didn't bring we no didn't bring green cat. He brought uh, like an Evian bowl. We brought Evian bowl. We cut our thingy and then we poured <laughs> it into the petrol tank. Yeah, guess what happened? We filled the tank up, but because we left the hazard lights on, we drained the battery. <laughs> so do you remember? Yeah, and so so we had to call the guy. So we had to call the owner. But luckily, we set it in such a way, like 
when it comes to situations, I love yeah. talking. So we said, basically, your car is messed up. How, like, you know, how dare you give us a car? The battery's flat. We <laughs> yeah. didn't tell him about that debacle. About so the, the we called up and saying, you complain about speeding. The yeah. car's absolutely yeah. crap. Look, we've broken yeah. down. We're not safe. Come and help us. Yeah, so basically he was like, so he sent someone. So a little guy came with a moped, charged up the car, and then we went back to the hotel. Fine. So the next few days, we did amazing things. We were like island hopping. We did mm. eagle feeding. We went to this cool, we did quirky seabed, island. Seabed walking. No, that well. was in a different country, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. But we'll come to that. Yeah. So, but Ams just kicked. He rinsed the car. He was just drifting. He was doing crazy stuff with the car. Yeah. I'm telling and you. And the guy is basically, and he he had my number in it. Yeah. These lot gave my number. So he's always voice noting me, calling me, and as you do, I'm like. Don't worry about it, we got it, we got it, and just being harsh to the front and cutting off, cutting off, and I don't worry about it, don't worry about it, okay, 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 okay. At one point, he's like, listen, you're no, unsafe. No, 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 hold on, you missed an important bit. So basically, if you go, you know how in school you always have that one guy who's willing to fight as long as you sort of hype him up? Yeah. So from the background, I was like, you have to tell him to shut up. Tell him, yeah. tell him, tell him. He can't, he can't take the yeah. car. So obviously, I was telling you, I was just controlling it. I was like, yeah, no, this is our car. You're not taking it. And he'd be like, I want the car back. I want the car back. I'm like, no, you ain't getting a car. You ain't going to get a car. And he's calling me. And, I'm and, like, and by the way, Abdul judged him based on the tone of his voice. Yeah, he had so a really was, soft tone. He had so a really thought, soft, high-pitched tone. So Abdul thought, this, him. this is just the guy that looked... I can be. When it comes to yeah. it, worst comes to worst, if anything pops off, I'll take him in it. So that's my mentality, yeah. So, plus I had these lot. So, we got to a point, long story short, we did all that stuff. And then at one point, he's like, yo, I'm coming to take the car. I'm coming to your hotel. Make sure it's there by 6 p.m. And even then, I was like, nah, don't come. If you come, you ain't going to find the car. We're going to hold on to the car, whatever. Yeah, we're not and giving you getting aggressive, 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 yeah. So then, Lo and behold, he calls me and he's like, Yo, there's two guys downstairs to give the car. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Let me go deal with no, this. And, and he know, was in the shower. So I was like, let me wait for him to finish the shower. <laughs> no, because we were also going gym. So we were relatively big as yeah. well. So we both just had the, what do you call it? The guys, uh, the guys on t-shirts. Tanking, like, yeah. We, have, we went down in tank, tank tops thinking, we got this. It's going to be a small, wimpy guy. Yeah. We're going to tell him, duck, you so, know, getting the keys. <laughs> so we thought we we're going to go deal with it. No, but when we went downstairs, it was these two guys. Um, and in Southeast Asia, generally Southeast, the average height is quite small. So naturally, we were like the biggest guys then. I was a lot. Yeah. One, obviously. Abdul was, was dense. Yeah. Then. So, and I thought, we'll take it. So these, these two guys on the pet, and I literally went up to them. I said, you lot, moving it. You lot, these yeah, they're, they're like five foot six, yeah. five foot six. So I said, skinny, keep, keep it uh, moving. So like, right. dark in it, go. go. We're not going to, you're not going to get the car back. We'll give it to you when we're ready in it. So then they must have called the boss. No, he goes into a corner. He goes, he goes into a corner. And we're just like, what's he doing? <laughs> What's, why is he on the phone? <laughs> so we thought he was the owner. He wasn't the owner. He, he was, was the worker. Yeah, he actually worked for the for guy. The so then, him. yeah, ooh, you see a good 10 minutes later, yeah, this. No, no, he goes, don't worry, don't worry, my boss is coming. Yeah, my boss is coming. So we're like, cool, we'll deal with the boss. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal, deal with, with the boss. boss. He, that's the man on the phone. We'll so, deal with him. So 10 minutes later, yeah, this blacked out Cadillac or Escalator, whatever he called his cars, big, yeah. Big these car. are super exp- Cars are very expensive, that part mm. of the world. So he came in this blacked out car with like, bare motorbikes around him yeah and the door opened and out came this six foot giant six was probably six foot five six, no i'm saying like, yeah six foot plus hundred percent. he was, a he monster, was twice the size yeah. of us yeah he twice, was a monster like, he was like four like, times the size so he was um like something to deal with especially in that part of the country when you're big you're big yeah yeah he yeah. jumped out of the car and he was aggressive but <laughs> 
but he had this like really soft voice. So, but that time the voice went, you know, he yeah. was aggressive and he <laughs> came and he's like, where's the car? I'm taking the car with me. But obviously me, I'm such an idiot. I'm like, no, we're not gonna, we had to play good cop, bad cop, yeah? So, I'm just <laughs> no, trying no, to calm no. him down. That wasn't it? a planned good cop, bad yeah. cop. Because look, what happened was, Abdul's obviously hyped now and he's given too much hype to back down now. He has <laughs> yeah, to now. He has to now back all of that lip that he gave, <laughs> right, with some muscle now. Yeah. So he was there like, what do you mean? I'm not giving the car. We wasn't speeding. And I've now. No, but then he said, he said he's taking the car and he's going to keep the money that was due for the last two, three yeah. days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that. I'm getting angry. <laughs> and that annoyed me. Yeah. And, you know, plus. The other two guys that were with, that were with us on the lecture, they came down as well, yeah? So, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the car. But whatever. they voted way before. They, I'll tell you what happened with them, yeah? So, they kind of took a step back. Obviously, respect to them, no one wants to get into trouble, especially in a foreign country. Yeah, don't get into trouble. Never get into trouble in a foreign country. It's never mm-hmm. worth it. So, I'm there. And Amz was like, look, we're sorry. We're not going to do it again. What were you saying? You said in a no, nice no, way, no, controlled no. So way. So, what happened was, I was like mission abort. Yeah. Have you forgotten what really happened, yeah. Sid? Hold on. So what happened was he wasn't handing over the keys, yeah. and I'm like, why don't you listen, man? Do you not know what this means? And this is Abdul, by the way. He's looking up at the guy. Like, Are you mad? I'm not giving you the keys. Are you mad? And then the guy goes, What? Okay, okay. Come to the police station. And you have to remember, in these countries where mafia and people like that operate, they know the police. Yeah. They're friends with the police. In my head, I'm thinking. We're going to get beaten up in the police station. So this and he's not aborting. He said, come, let's go get into the car. And he's gone to the car and sat down. I've got the keys, by the way. <laughs> so he said, yeah. yeah. This is what I thought my head. He said, come, we go to the police station. We'll sort it out. So I thought, safe. I don't care. So I'm rocking up, yeah. Me and this mafia, yeah. Guess what? I look behind. I see no one. I see I've not moved. No one's back. I'm not going to go to no the No one backed it for me, bro. I'm not ne- ready. Neither him, no one else, yeah? So, in my life, thinking, yeah, I'm going to go to police station. We'll sort it out. i got three of my boys with me. I'm looking back. I see no one. I'm, like, about to go in the car. Just and then I was like, goes by. Yeah, then I'm like, all right, change of plans, because it's not going to work. And I knew how it, yeah. how it works in this country, isn't it? So, that's where me and Abdul, we do the whole bad boy style, yeah. uh, like the movie Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. So he'll play the bad cop, I'll play the good cop. So, yeah. then, I'm, so then I come in, in between him and the uh, So now he was, basically, at this point, is we knew he was taking the car, but now he's basically getting back the Trying 200 get money. pounds, yeah. So yeah, he which wanted he wanted some, to keep, which mm, was unfair. So he wanted some money back. So I come in between and I say, Abdul, Abdul, calm down, calm mm. down, calm down. Allow him, allow him. Mm. Don't hurt him, don't hurt him. Yeah. So I split Abdul away. Yeah. And then I just look him, brother, brother, <laughs> listen, mistake. <laughs> You know when you when you when you're under pressure in a foreign country, just use keywords. Yeah. Don't speak in full sentence because yeah. they won't understand. Brother, mistake, me, innocent, innocent, <laughs> please, yeah. money back. Two hundred five is a lot, and by that time we were running out of money. Very yeah, quickly. we were because we were booking flight tickets at the day, missing the flights, and because we booked us so late, we had to get the premium seats. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we still had that one-way ticket, we were booking flights the day before flying out, and we also planned to go to... A few more places, um, so we needed a car, basically. Loads of other places, and we needed a car. So eventually, he gave me back the £200, and I sort of gave him the keys, and I said, there is also a full tank of petrol, please enjoy the car as well. <laughs> Goodbye. I was so annoyed. <laughs> and we I moved away. proper annoyed, because... <laughs> Nah, maybe we deserved it. Maybe we were, you know, driving it and he didn't like it. But when he rocked up, so the, the story in this basically is basically don't ever underestimate anyone. Yeah, Never, just because you're speaking to someone on the phone, you know, yeah. and you think, oh, do you know what? I'll have this guy. No, 
and especially in these countries, it's run by the mafia. So it don't matter who you are. Yeah. And if you're like yeah. me, just out there just skyping too much, you're gonna catch a case or you're gonna get banged up. And I was there. Plus, these lot didn't even back it. So I was gonna go to a Malaysian police station to beef this guy. I wasn't gonna and jump he rolled into up. Car. And the funny thing was, for me in these situations, I just block out in it. He rocks up and he had like 20 guys on motorbikes, and I was oblivious to it all. Um, luckily, we went back to the hotel and then Ams managed to secure another car within a few hours, and yeah. then we were. And the car, car we bought was basically was a Ferrari. <laughs> and then the car we had was a Nissan Micra. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a Nissan Micra. Yeah, if you drive a Nissan, it's okay. <laughs> but we went from a Ferrari to a Nissan Micra and we were like squeezed yeah, up together. Like big guys and in we were all quite a hench at the time. Um, um, so we had that and then, so we saw to Malaysia. Malaysia is a beautiful country. Um, I want to go again. Um, mm. So then we got bored of Malaysia and then we're like, so bear in mind the first ticket we had to go Singapore for Malaysia, we cancelled that. We just bought a we ticket for the ticket. Well. Mm. And they were like, Yeah, we've kind of done our bit, we've done our clinical placement, we've got signed off, we've done what we need to do. Let's catch a flight to Singapore. So, as usual, we didn't know we we're gonna go to Singapore, so we had to book this oh, hotel. No, so oh my god. So one it was so yeah, we booked the flight the day before mm. and we flew out and we got Abdi to book yeah. the hotel. Right. And these guys and myself, we didn't even realize. So we go up to a dingy little road, mm. and it's a one-bedroom place, right? Two so beds. There's three guests. So the other guy he mm. went, who had he had his um, clinical placement in John Hopkins. Yeah. Um, so he did his the rest of his medical elective. So what people do with medical elective, they do half in one country, mm. or they do half in the UK and half like that. So he did half and half. Um, so he did his half. So he flew off. Um, yeah. So we went to Singapore. Um, and then we ended up in this place which smelled like vomit, disinfectant. Yeah. And it was all of us grown guys in this little room the size. And it just smelled. Oh, it, it was smelled. disgusting. And it was always suspicious. From the, from the minute I entered the front doors of that whole, I'm not going to even use the word hotel, that place. Yeah. I knew something was fishy, right? Just by looking around the place. <laughs> Lo and behold, looking back, we found out that we were staying in the heart of the red, red light, light district, district of Singapore. It was mad. <laughs> and we see like, lots of funny things outside which we're like, going to go into. But we thought yeah. it's normal. Bear in mind, the only reason we end up saying that it was the only place available one yeah. night before. Mm. And Singapore as a country is beautiful. It's very, very expensive. I remember mm. we were looking for food. Um, we're Muslim, so we have to have halal food. And there was this Arab place. We paid £18. For a kebab. For a kebab. Literally 18 pounds. For a kebab. And in Singapore, it's a very small country. It's beautiful and everything's all in one region. Um, we did like a river cruise. We went and saw the Marina Bay Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a nice safari. Singapore is amazing. It's somewhere, it's hustle bustle. You see people running at four o'clock in the morning. It's very similar to London. Mm. Um, it's the financial hub in Southeast Asia, so fair enough. I wouldn't say... Some people probably go for the nightlife and to chill and to enjoy it, but we were only there for three days, which was more than enough. Way more um, than enough. I didn't really enjoy it that much. It was nice to see. It's a bucket list thing. We went there, saw it. We did what we needed to do. And then we just caught another plane, which we didn't plan. Straight back out. Straight to Bali, innit? Yep, we went straight to Bali. Bali was sick. We ended up getting our mm. own villa, but the good thing in Bali was we had another group of friends who were doing their electives. So they did it in... I don't know where they did their electives, but they joined us out I in I think Bali. they were also in... Malaysia. No, they went to India. Those guys went oh, to India. Oh, so they did their electives yeah, in India, they went to Goa India. and stuff. And then they joined us mm. in Bali. So at that time, it was two groups joining together. So they had their villa, we had their villa. And Bali was just kind of... You have to remember, the elective, the goal of the elective as well was... Because we've been grinding, 
for so long and it was in Malaysia in the hotel we found out we passed so now you're relaxed and you want to make mm-hmm. the most of it um, and like I'm said in the previous episode for medics if you get your curriculum in this way enjoy it because your free time goes with the click of a finger so exactly. relax feel free so Bali beautiful city um, or beautiful country rather um, we had a little villa with the swimming pool so we enjoyed that um, lots of dinners um, we went and saw paddy fields we got lost in mm. a paddy field ended up on some someone's farm <laughs> in some weird way um, and what, so Bali's like beaches and all that stuff it's a really Bali chill back nice, holiday chill and it was just because we had the other group so we're just chilling catching up on our electives talking about the amazing things we saw the clinical placements we did mm. um, again good food as well good, good food good food in Bali Bali was really good um, what else what did we do what did you like the most in Bali 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 uh, what else did we do the food was good. I, I I wouldn't say it was better than Malaysia though. No, I think I'm saying I've all the trip in Malaysia was good. Um, Bali was nice. It was chilled out. Good. We had a nice villa. The pool was nice. So just chilling. We did the um, sea walk in there. Do you remember? Ah, uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. So I've done um, diving, which I thoroughly enjoyed mm. and enjoy. Um, so, right. So in Bali, what we did was we did seabed walking. So essentially, they put a big helmet over your head. Uh, you're in just like regular and then uh, pump oxygen through it and you go right to the bottom right to the bottom yeah you, you saw walking. the seabed yeah it's crazy walking, yeah you, there's like it's this crazy. massive ladder um, and off a boat so you go really far out to the sea mm. and then there's this inflatable raft like a little it's like an oil rig man you yeah. know where they pump oil out exactly it's yeah, one of those yeah. type of setups and there's a really long ladder that goes towards obviously it's not that crazy um to the bottom of the sea you put on this helmet so you can breathe normally. Yeah. Obviously, everything else is soaking. And then they put railings and stuff, and you can literally walk on, on the, the floor of the sea. Yeah. And you get to feed the fish, and like you're throwing food around, and you get immersed in this swarm of thingy. <laughs> and then, obviously, knowing us, we're throwing food everywhere in everyone's faces. <laughs> no. And I'm scared of fish. Like, <laughs> they food. One guy, Wahidi, that guy, man. He threw bread or something like that into my helmet. So I had fish coming into me. And I'm just like, it's not bread. It's like, see, like whatever it is, it's fish it was into my helmet. But it was actually sick. Like I've never done it before. And bear in mind, there's only two places in the world that do it. So Bali and there was another country I can't remember which do seabed walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to walk on the bed of the sea. It's amazing. It's absolutely and amazing. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I recommend people if you're out in Bali do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's part of this fancy hotel as well, so which is really good. We didn't set the fancy hotel, we stayed somewhere else, but um, yeah. it was really good. So that was Bali. So we did Malaysia, we did Singapore, we flew out to Bali, Bali. and then we got bored. And then I would say this, <laughs> then we, because this was the best part of the elective personally for the, me. Yeah. So we knew we would want to finish off in Thailand. So Thailand, as you know, anything goes in Thailand. Thailand is an amazing, amazing, amazing place. Yeah. Um, so, so we all flew out to Thailand, but this time it was us, our... Uh, the second group of elective and I had a couple of my close mates mm-hmm. fly out to Thailand because um, it was an opportunity and I knew once we start working it would be very difficult to go out and have like a really good holiday and I wanted to go on holiday with my mates and we were out there anyway mm-hmm. so Akil went out Afzul Hussein he may have seen on YouTube who's a career consultant mm-hmm. ex-government banker he came um, and a few other friends and Thailand we were in Thailand for a good two weeks Thailand was crazy loads of stories we'll say that the most funniest ones I wanted to kind of mention um, so Thailand we, we stayed in, where did we go we started off in Bangkok, Bangkok. yeah started of Bangkok uh, did we do much there so Bangkok was fine we did like the night market which was nice 
some good few places to eat, but Bangkok is a really busy city. Bro, remember the Thai fight? The Muay Thai fight? Oh, that yeah, we went to Muay Thai fight, which was um, awesome. Which was really good. It's super expensive there, but it's, Muay Thai is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you see it live, it's really good. Like, I enjoyed that. It's like watching mm-hmm. a football match in a stadium. For them, it's like a really important thing. And tickets are, we went to one of the best stadiums there, so it was about £50. Um, yeah. And it's all in tuk-tuk so imagine we had like a good 10 14 of so 14 14 15 so 14 of us in tuk-tuks and we're doing crazy stuff watching this fight so we went bangkok and then we went to phuket so phuket was sick the best mm-hmm. thing about phuket was basically you go there and you get mopeds right and <laughs> so let me tell you, yeah so basically we went to phuket first thing we did we, and none of them have ever driven i've driven mopeds, mopeds have you driven a yeah moped? i've always driven mopeds not mine Oh, my mates on, but I've crashed every single moped I ever put my hands on. Yeah, and it was no different. Mentioned this. <laughs> it was no different on this. So we all got mopeds. Akil never knew how to drive a moped, so I basically took it into like this little car park, and I taught her to. I taught Akil how to drive a moped in like five minutes flat. So he had his moped, and the good thing with in Phuket is it's like we were staying next to the sea, the oceans, and what we did is we'd wake up really early. We do what we need to do, have dinner, but we'd all go on our mopeds and we'll just tour the city, go along the coast, <laughs> and the winds in your hair and you're in shorts. It was amazing. Like being on mopeds with ten mm. other people is crazy. Do you know what I mean? All of us were mopeds. We're going up and down. It was sick. I was gonna do it. He was on the back of someone's. I was holding their hands like that. All of us imagine like a good fourteen of us on mopeds. Some people are sharing because they didn't know how to drive. So <laughs> I would just be behind them, Yeah, like. but it was really good fun because you're just there and you're just chilled back, relaxed. Imagine this this moment, you're stress-free mm. and just going down the beach, just going up and down was amazing. Um, fine. And me, so I'm just going to cut to the story a bit. So me, I'm not reckless, but I'm risk-averse. I don't know if that's the right terminology what I'm saying. Basically, I take risks when I shit in and I get, I don't know what the Brave. word. Brave. Brave. <laughs> so... There was one sick motorbike, a Kawasaki one, which I also yeah. had, and that was the most expensive one. It was a one. Yamaha, Yamaha. Oh, Yamaha. It was right? a Yamaha. It was really a Yamaha. good, really yellow. Really nice It's looking. on my Instagram. I still oh, have my Instagram anymore. I took it off. So, um, we had this, and Phuket, the outskirts are really nice. It's open roads, and then as soon as you get to protect main part, it's really busy. So, obviously, we're weaving in and out, and it's super fun. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just for the record, we forgot one thing to add. Oh. Whichever vehicle you touch, yeah. you do something. So in Malaysia, I remember, I let you drive. Yeah. And, and you reverse into a ditch. Yeah. You reverse straight into a ditch. And I, he had it for five minutes. And in Thailand, I refused to get on his moped. Yeah. My moped was sick. You just see him just wobbling around. Just, just wobbling around. And at speed as well. I'm just like, that guy. <laughs> I'm going to have to call his mom. Yeah. I, went, I was ready to snitch on so this So I said, yeah. So... <laughs> so in, in in Thailand, yeah, I'm on this moped, the sick one, yeah, and the way is, I'll be like a mile ahead than the rest. Yeah, he's left and chilling, us. and obviously we took a time with talking and driving, and I'm going in and out, in and out, and then obviously this one was one of the best mopeds, so it was super fast. I must have lost control a bit, and I went smack into the back of another car, and once again there was like a mafia in it. It was a mafia. It was this like. He was from Russia with his wife and he just jumped out of the car. No, but what I did, yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to say it. And then we I paid back. for it, police were involved. Yeah. So he doesn't need to be sent nah. back. 
So I went, I hit the car, then I went, then I was like, crap, I hit the car, let me go back. So his, back. his conscience kicked in, My that's what it is. In. And I came back and he was there and he's like, what have you done, whatever. Long story short, the police got involved. At one point... No, no, no. no. So, you, so he you wanted were, money, basically. No, no, no. So what happened was, so we're at the back and... From a distance, of we could see speed. this guy wobbling again, wobbling, wobbling, wobbling at speed. And I remember thinking, he's going to hit that guy. And he just hits him and he goes off. And so eventually we crash. And this guy, he ends up lying to the whole gang as well. He's like, I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him. I didn't he do anything. Me. He hit me. What, what's he talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. And like five minutes later, we see... Hold on, Abdul's <laughs> later on becoming, he's like, I'm willing to pay though. Like, well, why would you be willing to pay? So basically, they were making a scene, but it wasn't. I scratched the car, there was a bit of yellow in the car. So he hired the car, so he said, if we don't, if he takes it back, he's going to lose his deposit, which was £100. And then, it wasn't even that mad crash. We've had the worst it wasn't, crashes. It wasn't, that it was It was basically a scratch. It was a scratch. In these places, like, I went to him and he came in to me, that type of thing. And then You're still saying he came into you. <laughs> yeah. You're wobbling. Yeah. You're so wobbling. It's my fault and his fault. We're all to blame. Um, so I went and then I came back. So and then he's like, yo, £100, £100, £100. I didn't want to pay him £100 because basically you can just clean it and you'll be fine. Then he's like, yo, you have to give me £100. And then the police went by and obviously there's a massive scene. And you have to bear in mind, in these countries, there's 14 of us young guys and this guy and his wife. And it's just causing a scene. And obviously I'm in a bang in the middle of it but at the same time I'm a bit shook because in Thailand it's, it's a different ball yeah, game it's completely and then the, the feds or what am I saying the policeman got involved and he's like yo well go on whatever we're going to have to he's like you either pay the guy now or we go to the police station and sort it but obviously you learn from your mistakes and I thought you know what I'm not going to go to the police station let me just sort it um, so I sorted it when I'm in sorted it I don't have any money in my account so I asked everyone to donate £10 <laughs> we had to pay for he this guy's wobbling accident so basically we all pay, so we hired the scooters or the mopeds and we all split the costs. And then even though it was my accident, my fault, I made everyone else pay for it as well. Um, and then, yeah. So we, so obviously, police got involved, whatever. We sorted it. Everyone was happy. We all left. And then my mate, Avzo, he was laughing at me because I crashed into a car the day after. He crashed into a wood. But that was even worse. So I remember. <laughs> so he's laughing at me. No, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and it was annoyed at me. So it's cool. Things happen on holiday. And I, was, I felt a bit low. I'm not going to lie because I just crashed. I took money off people. It's £100. But at the time, it's a bit crap. And then Avzo was laughing at me, yeah. And then... Um, he was coming out of the car park. So he was coming out of the, uh, the car park. And we were... So we had like this Airbnb flat, yeah. Oh, no, we didn't have... It was our mate's Airbnb flat, which mm. I had. So he come out of the car park. It's uphill and then he turned right. So he went straight up there. He went straight into the wall. And we were just looking at him. <laughs> we just see him. And all he hears, like, flash. All he hears, bang. He goes, oh, crap. Really not. He swore it. And then we just all look back and we just see him. Just no, like, we were facing. We were watching. Because yeah. we were waiting no, some for him. Some people on the top. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We saw him. So I was just looking. I remember I was looking back. Because we were all waiting, I think, for some of the guys to come out. Yeah. And we just see him just speed and go straight <laughs> into the wall. And we're like, oh, that's our second bike that we've just <laughs> So we destroyed. knew, yeah. Already we had, we're down 100 pounds, we had to pay some mafia. And then we knew when we were going to get the bikes, so we're going to get charged because the whole panel needs to get replaced. That bike got scratched, this, that, whatever. But Abdul, um, Abdul was, well, he, he behaved after that. You'd see him drive his mo- moped now with a straight bike. But the last night, yeah, when we were giving it back, I thought, Do you know what? It's the last time I'm going to be in this country. The last time I'm going to moped and I just enjoy the authority mm. um, but obviously you get sensible sticking to the mopeds 
we got remember the argument we had with a mate of us where so what happened was we yeah. wanted to go to we were going to go to um uh Phoebe Islands and he, did, he wasn't really interested in that he yeah. just wanted to chill back yeah. but we were obviously in the sort of we stick together <laughs> yeah. and just one moment <laughs> one, we morning. Woke, one morning one yeah, one morning we just woke up and our moped's gone and our mate's gone with his bag and we're just like but that's our moped that we paid for probably <laughs> there's we're sharing mopeds right and we had enough for all of us to like get by and that goes into our story so us yeah we're fools and I'm gonna be honest we were fools because we didn't book an extra night because we misplanned PP because we couldn't find any accommodation PP for the flight we were booked yeah so we, we were basically homeless. That night, we were homeless. Or the night we were supposed to be in PP Islands because we caught the plane the day after when we had nowhere to live. So And, and Airbnb don't allow bookings after midnight. Yeah, and we couldn't stay yeah. in the same flat because they rented out to someone else. So the plan was the next morning we are going to go find somewhere. But this guy, he did his own thing. I don't know why. We woke up and we find a pet missing, his luggage missing, the guy missing. He went and did his own thing and <laughs> ended up doing whatever. And then we were homeless. And then at the time... It was our circle of friends and then it was my other mates, but they kind of did the elective and we felt bad. But it got to a point where we ended up we, homeless <laughs> and camping at their place. So, so, so it was 14. We, no, so literally we rocked up. Saying, oh, we have to nowhere their, to live. To their, we, so we literally took all of our bags into a little tuk-tuk, went all the way up to <laughs> yes. our friend's... Um, Airbnb, they had a flat. Their, yeah. their flat was packed though. There was only two beds. There was like there was also five of them or whatever. Yeah. And there was like eight of us. There was no way fourteen men could sleep. No way. And I don't know. We got there and the concierge comes out and he's like, "May I help you with yeah. your bag?" And we're like, "No, no, no we're not coming in. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't need to help us." Yeah. And as soon as he disappears, we go up. We go up. So we stayed there that night. It was really good because it was fourteen of us. Um, you name it, kitchen. What do you mean? It was good. So <laughs> he said, yeah. managed to get a bed. He managed to displace one of the other the, guys. The person. So <laughs> I slept on a fairy carpet with no blanket. We had people sleeping in the kitchen. We had a guy that was vomiting all over the bathroom. We had guys on the sofas, on the table, on the floor. Obviously, I like to sleep in comfort. So whoever's room it was, I kicked him out, and me. And Akil or Abzal, we ended up having our own room. We did this a lot, so I apologise. Oh and we were there for one night. But as you imagine, just 14 guys were just chilling, cracking jokes. And then the next day, we went to PP Islands. Um, mm. PP Islands was amazing. Um, mm. I just remembered, yeah. In Thailand, the one thing I didn't like in Thailand was the whole animal charade, yeah, the animal man. circus. So when you go to Thailand, you want to see the lions, the tigers... Um, the elephants and you want to feed them um, so we got to see that but we went to one place it's like a theme park I don't know what it was a theme park or whatever um, but they had like animals and like kind of performing and monkeys which we didn't know about and out there mm-hmm. it's just basically they're like in shackles and the dust and I think it got to a point we just walked away yeah, like I think two minutes in we're like we don't approve it we don't like the mm-hmm. I don't know it's probably not the animal cruelty we what left, it is so I don't you, know what you go there you go there with the impression that they they're very well looked after mm. and when you get there it's not they're shackled they're drugged up you've mm. got a tiger that looks like it's had 50 grams of cocaine yeah. um Proper it's so horrible I, I actually I, I feel so guilty that we actually paid money to, to enter watch it. Yeah. but we did walk out because it would you, you yeah. couldn't tolerate seeing I think that all, much at that moment like um you hear about it but we can oh. we experienced it and then we saw it and it and Till today, I don't know, man. I, you can just see misery on on, mm. the, on the monkey's face and the animals, 
and they just hit me, hit all of us, and we just walked out. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. Um, I Don't ever go to things like that. If, it's if not you're in Thailand, there. definitely. Yeah, just, yeah, just avoid that. There are sanctuaries that. where they look after animals, mm. they rear them, they look after them. Don't go to the place. This place wasn't an animal one. It just happened to be that we saw, oh, cool, let's yeah. check it out. Um, it was to do with like zip wires and stuff like that, which we did. Yeah. But the animal part, we saw it and we just had to walk out. So if you're in Thailand, make mm-hmm. sure you go to the right places where they look after the animals. Otherwise, it's not fair. Yeah. Um, so back to PP Islands. So there's two ways of saying it. So some people say Fifi and some people say PP. Apparently, it's PP. Yeah, we, we're walking around saying Fifi, Fifi, so Fifi. Fifi Island. <laughs> PP Island is beautiful. Um, there's no way to describe it. It's better than the pictures. We had a really nice hotel or a really nice hut. We got to see the sea, the ocean. We did island hopping, went to the mm. beaches, um, had food. James Bond Island. James and Bond Island things, and yeah. Monkey Beach Monkey and stuff Beach. like that. Um, it was really good. We mm. enjoyed PP Islands a lot. Um, and it was a nice way to end the trip because you're just super relaxed. You're on the beaches mm. um, and you're there with some of your closest mates. And it's like, yep, yeah, medical school's coming to an end. You kind of reminisce and you go through a journey. Um, and I think after that we kind of flew back, isn't it? What yeah. did we do after um, Thailand? We didn't go anywhere, did we? No, we. Fl- oh, one more thing we missed, what? man. Every single cab driver. Oh my day! In Th- there's a reason. So Not in Thailand, in Thailand, Thailand yeah. right? Thailand in general, people say. Is it offensive to say? It? It's like they say it's the beep hole of the world. They say it's the devil's butthole, basically. So basically, you can do anything you want in Thailand, whatever you imagine, whatever you want, <laughs> you can do in Thailand, isn't it? And whatever cab you got into, whatever restaurant you yeah. went to eat at, whatever person you came across the market store, you'd be buying a kebab, a mango, whatever. or you'd be getting a cab somewhere, and every guy brought out a leaflet for you and would be like, "Want to go see honey?" <laughs> so uh, I've been wanting to just about use your imagination. Just so use like, your imagination. You want to do this? You want to do that? This, 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 that. And these men had like a catalogue of yeah. everything you can imagine under the sun. Um, so if that's for you, you're about that life. Thailand is the place to go, but. It was just funny, no, no. and other we just kept laughing, and then we just knew. And we're like, we used no, to take bro. the mic every time. Yeah, oh, Abdul's interested. Oh, he's yeah. interested. Oh, he's so, interested. and then we're like, um, brother, ain't for us. But yeah, as a whole, I think we should wrap up because I know we take mm-hmm. super long. Um, like, our medical school Alexis was amazing. We did a really good placement. We got to extend the trip, have a really good mm-hmm. holiday. We met loads of friends out there. We enjoyed it, and I felt that it was a really good break. And I don't think, unless you take a year out after training, mm-hmm. you're not going to get an opportunity to do it like this. It cost me a lot of lot of money, which I saved up throughout the whole of medical, basically. Um, but I would highly recommend it. I'd yeah, say definitely. I know a lot of people do half the electives in the UK, but spend some time where you get to go abroad. It's an opportunity. It's highly encouraged mm-hmm. to go and see the healthcare system there, see how doctors are there, see how medical students are there. And but enjoy it, you know, let your hair down, relax. Cause when you come back, you're gonna hit F1 oh, running God. and you're gonna be thankful like, you know what, I did this and I enjoyed it. Um, so I thoroughly mm. enjoyed it. Um, highly recommended. Um, I don't know what else to say really other than definitely make the most of it. That's about it. And I think so so essentially we've now wrapped up our journey through med school. We've talked about literally everything right to the point of graduation. Mm. Um that's it really, we've finished the first part of the journey and I think next week we'll start to delve into what it's like uh, being a junior doctor, starting off with being a FY1 in the first few months of what they call, is is it Black Wednesday? Black Wednesday. Black Wednesday, we'll talk all about that next week. Um, otherwise, again, in the comments below, 
mention who you want to come in as a guest on our show. Um, they can be a medic, non-medic. It's all about just a, just essentially talking about everything Life. and anything. Everything. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Otherwise, anything else to add? Nope. Thank you for listening, um, and we'll see you next week. See you then.